0: In the alleged apparition at Garabandal, the visionary said, and here's the quote, The Pope will go to Russia, to Moscow. As soon as he returns to the Vatican, hostilities will break out in different parts of Europe. Now, this is notable because Pope Francis twice in the last year has said that he deeply desires to go to Russia. He's already had several meetings with Vladimir Putin and with Kirill, the patriarch. There's a picture of Pope Francis, Vladimir Putin, and Archbishop Gerganswein in the background, rather controversial. Pope Francis has said that he would like to travel to Russia to go to St. Petersburg and to go to Moscow. And he says, quote, I'm ready to go to Moscow. This is Pope Francis. I'm ready to go to Moscow for a dialogue with a brother. And here he's referring to Patriarch Kirill, who is the head, the patriarch of the Russian Orthodox Church. Francis also told reporters on an airplane interview, we know that Francis is famous for those, that... Visiting Russia and meeting with Kirill was on a, quote, horizon that is not too far away. And the Russian Orthodox Church have also made statements that something like this can be planned. In fact, Vladimir Putin has been to uh, the Vatican, I remember, because I was there at the time. I was... um, I'd just flown in into Rome. I was actually staying inside Vatican City. This was probably in 2016 or 17, and my son and I went for a jog, and one of the things that we like to do is run around Vatican City, because Vatican City is its own nation state, so you can say that you took a run around the whole country. So we went uh, jog down there, and when we came to St. Peter's Square, we were stopped by police. And they asked us what we were doing. It was early in the morning, I think 6 a.m. So we're going on a jog like we always do. And he said, get out of here. You can't do it. And I said, what's going on? And they said, Vladimir Putin is here. No one can be around these grounds. So Putin has, here's an uh, image, I believe, of that visit. That's Vladimir Putin and Pope Francis with a visit inside the Vatican. Now, what's going on here with this prophecy of Garabandel Now, You've heard me say many times on this podcast, I don't follow private revelations that are not officially approved by the church. So you hear me talk about approvingly Our Lady of Fatima, that's approved. Our Lady of Guadalupe, that's approved. Our Lady of La Salette, that's approved. You've never heard me speak about Garabondel, but I have friends who are researching it, interested in it, and I've been studying it myself. And one of the tough things about the Garabandal apparitions, by the way, they are from 1961 to 1965, is that Padre Pio, the stigmatist, believed in them, approved of them. I think I have maybe the quote here, yeah. Um, some people made arrangements to visit with Padre Pio. When we knelt down, we said to him, Padre Pio, is it true that the Virgin is appearing to four girls in Garabandal? And he said, yes. We said, Padre Pio, should we go there? He said, well, yes, why not? And that's how it happened. Uh, and there's other quotes as well from Padre Pio approving the Garabandal. However, in 1969, May 10th, the Congregation for the Doctrine of Faith issued a declaration uh, supporting the local bishop who said that these were not legitimate. So I wanted to give you a fair history there. The only thing that makes me interested in this is that Padre Pio himself numerous times spoke positively about Garabandel. So I'm not telling you to believe in this, to put all all your faith into it. But I do think it's interesting that we had in Our Lady of Fatima a message about the errors of Russia, the need to consecrate Russia to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, Um. And then the Third Secret, which was supposed to be opened in 1960 and then was not opened in 1960. I detail all that, by the way, in my book, Infiltration, if you want to learn all about the Third Secret of Fatima, what it is, what it allegedly is and is not, how John the Twenty Third opened it early. Yes, he opened it early. I detail that in the book. There's apparently two openings of the Third Secret. Detailed in the book, Infiltration. And shout out to all the audience in Slovenia. My book, Infiltration, is now translated in Slovenian, Croatian, Polish, French, German, Spanish, and I think Italian. So it's a popular book. Definitely get a copy. So all this stuff has to do with Russia and the papacy. Now we have a pope saying he wants to go to Moscow. And then we have this prophecy, if legitimate, that indicates that the Pope going to Moscow and returning back to the Vatican ushers in an eschatological end times scenario. That's the Garabandale prophecy. Here are the children, the visionaries of Garabandale, Marie Cruz, Jacinta, a different Jacinta than Fatima, Conchita and Mary Loli. Conchita being the main uh, seer and the source of the prophecy that we're discussing today. Now, there's another prophecy that Conchita made. There's two more that I want to go over. Uh, she said, and I quote, Many cardinals, bishops, and priests are following the road to perdition. This is in the 1960s. 1961 and 1965. This message that I'm reading comes from 1965 towards the end. And this is the Blessed Virgin Mary speaking. Many cardinals, bishops, and priests are following the road to perdition. And with them, they are taking many more souls. Ever less importance is given to the Holy Eucharist. We should turn the wrath of God away from us by our own efforts. If you ask his forgiveness with a sincere heart, he will pardon you. I, your mother, through the intercession of St. Michael, the archangel, wish to tell you that you should make amends. You are now being given the last warnings. I love you very much and do not want your condemnation. Ask us sincerely and we shall grant your plea. Reflect on the passion of Christ. Now, here is something that is way more startling. And this is a message that Conchita received when she heard the bells tolling at the death of Pope John the 23rd. She says that it was revealed to her at the death of John the 23rd, that there would be three more popes. And then that would usher in the end times. So, if we follow the numbers here, we have Pope Paul VI, who died, who was Pope after John Twenty Third, all the way until 1978. Then we had a short pontificate of 33 days. That was John Paul I. And then we had John Paul II, who had a very long reign. And then the pontificate of Pope Benedict Sixteenth, And then, of course, we have Pope Francis right? So that's five popes right there. So what's going on? Well, it was indicated later on, and I'll go back on the screen here because I have a little graphic. Conchita said that John Paul I was not included in that because he has a 33-day pontificate, that the prophecy refers to Paul the VI, John Paul II, and Bennett Sixteenth. It seems that after Ben the 16th, who just died on December 31st, 2022, that after these three popes, that would signal the end times, which kind of maps on to this whole idea that Francis, who allegedly, I don't know if I hold to it, if I believe it, consecrated Russia and the Ukraine last year, that this year Francis would go to Moscow, which is also part of the Bondel. Prophecy. So that would give us Paul the Sixth, and then John Paul II, and then Benedict the 16th, who just passed away, and then that gives us Francis meeting up in Moscow, the two of them. And is this an eschatological sign? Again, I've never given much weight to Garabondel because it's not approved, but it's brought to my attention that Padre Pio believed in it. So I thought, I'll look into it. And then as I look into it and my friends talk to me, I'm like, wow, this, uh, this is either completely legit or this is fake. I guess time will tell. If Francis does go to Moscow and he comes back to the Vatican, again, here's the quote if you're interested. The Pope will go to Russia, to Moscow. As soon as he returns to the Vatican, hostilities will break out in different parts of Europe. And this will begin to usher in this eschatological scenario, which of course goes with the three Popes leading up to this Francis Bergoglio moment. So there it is. What do you think? Is Garbondel legit? Do you think that the prophecies in our lady of fatima regarding russia spreading her errors into all the world and then now our current global crisis which seems to center once again on russia over a hundred years after fatima how could children in fatima portugal or even Garabandal, how could they look into the future and realize that in the 2020s we'd still be having this global conflict with Russia that's not just political it's spiritual remember the Russian Orthodox Church has excommunicated the rest of the Orthodox Church in the world they've excommunicated the Patriarch of Constantinople and the Greek Orthodox so here it is Fatima and maybe 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 I'm not affirming it I'm saying maybe maybe there's something true in Garabondale What do you think? Is this legitimate? I'm going to watch very closely and I encourage you to subscribe to this channel. I'll be following it very closely, especially if and when Francis goes and visits Moscow. I think I have one more quote here. Let me see here. Nope. That's it. That's what I've got. So, like the video, share the video, subscribe if you're not already subscribed for more information, and we'll close with a prayer. We'll pray a Hail Mary in Latin together. Oremus Nomini Patris et Fidei, Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena Dominus Tecum. Benedicta Tu in molieribus et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, or Prenobis nobis peccatoribus nunc editora mortis nostre, Amen. Nomini Patris et Fidi, Spiritus Sancti. Amen. You know, I have a little time here. I'm curious to see what you guys think. So I'm going to jump into the live chat and take a few questions here. All right, so if you signed off, goodbye. If you want to stay around, do a couple questions, Q&A. I want to get your insights. And is there something I missed on Garabondel? Am I totally off base here, bringing up Garabandal, etc.? So, okay, so here's Chris Lafarge. He's kind of with me on this, although it's not approved. The fact that we got Padre Pio believing in Garbondel, you know, maybe there's something to that. Okay, so Chris, yep. Um, Smith, S-N-M-O-Z says Garbondel, yes. Mejigori no. Uh, I agree with that. Well, I don't know if I agree with Garbondel, yes. Mejigori no. Um, But there we go. Pat Murphy, Murphy, was there an announcement about Pope Francis going to Moscow? Yes, twice last year. One was in the ecumenical meeting in which the Russian Orthodox were present, and then another time it was on an airplane interview. So twice in 2022, Pope Francis has indicated that he's going to Moscow, and that has to do with this quote or this prophecy, alleged prophecy from Garabondel that the Pope will go to Russia when he gets back to the Vatican. It's going to initiate a... Conflict. All right. Uh, There's a Garabandal Facebook group. Interesting. And I'm coming back here into the live chat for your comments. So Philip says, Padre Pio backing it makes a big difference. I agree. I mean, you know that I always just tell you my heart and my mind. And you know that I think That ever since the 1960s there's been a bunch of jokers and a bunch of wolves in the vatican i believe that they've been lying to us about the vatican bank i believe they've been lying to us about fatima they've been lying to us about the third secret they've been lying to us about the legionaries of christ and father masiel Maciel. they've been lying to us about mccarrick there's a lot of falsities going on and i don't trust the majority of the staff the cardinals and the Curia, there in Vatican City. So I'm not saying that we shouldn't be in communion with Rome. We have to be in communion with Rome. That's a non-negotiable. But does that mean I trust everything flowing from the Vatican? Absolutely not, especially when it comes to Fatima. So if they lied about Fatima, could they lie about other stuff? I'm open to those conversations. All right, what about Our Lady of Good Success and the prophecies of Mother Mariana de Jesus Torres? Yes, I love Our Lady of Good Success. The reason that I haven't done a show on it is that the sources, getting proper documentation is very difficult in English. And I've talked to people about this. So uh, yes, of course, I believe in Our Lady of Good Success in South America, we just need better documentation. Going back in here to the comments, does Garabandell affirm the third secret of Fatima? Well, that depends on what you think the third secret of Fatima is. Did what they release in 2000, was that truly the third secret of Fatima? As you know, I was on Glenn Beck a week and a half ago, and Glenn Beck, who's, I believe, raised Catholic, but now is, I don't think, a practicing Catholic. uh, He talked about, we talked about the third secret of Fatima. And he thinks it has to do with a bad council and a bad mass. That would mean that what was released in 2000 either, is either not the third secret or it's only part of the third secret that was not revealed. Another interesting thing about Garbondel is it talks about a, a bad synod. Again, I'm still researching this stuff. And right now, Francis is initiating the synod on synodality. The fact that Garabondel prophecy doesn't say a council, but says a synod kind of makes you wonder why we're having all these years of synod of synodality, which is basically just promoting sodomy and LMNOP LGBT agenda and women's ordination, et cetera. Taylor, do you think Russia is in the wrong here? In the wrong on what? Going back into the comments. Also, the miracle of the chastisement. Yes, exactly. Uh, Eugenia says, is it possible to get Conchita on the podcast? Is she still alive? I hadn't thought of that. Is she still alive? If she is, I would definitely interview her. Uh, So if anyone has contact with her and she's willing to do it, I would love to have a conversation with Conchita and discuss what exactly these things mean. Balzina says, illumination of conscience is part of Garbondel. No? Yes, I believe that is correct. I believe that that it's in that vision, yes. Here we go. Bishop Williamson. Bishop Williamson believes in Garbondel and says it was condemned because it was during the time of Vatican II. That's very interesting. I need to get in contact with Bishop Williamson. Do you want me to interview him? I've reached out. Maybe we can do that. Okay, Conchita is still alive and she's 80 years old. So I would definitely be interested in interviewing Conchita. Uh, Autumn J says she's alive but doesn't do interviews. Maybe she'll make an exception for the Dr. Taylor Marshall podcast. That would be great. Also, if you link... Um, if you put links in the live chat, they're automatically banned. We do that because the bots come in and they put all sorts of nasty, bad links. So we just ban all links. So we're we're not purposely deleting your comment if you're putting links in. We just don't allow links during the live chat because people come in and put bad stuff in the live chat. It's just the way we handle it. She is alive and in New York. That's fantastic. Very good. Someone says she lives in Boston. Someone says she's 73. Someone says she's 74. Someone says she's 80. But she's definitely still alive. And uh, Joey, the moderator, he says, Conchita said it will happen in her lifetime. So there you go. So if it's true, it's going to happen in the next 10 or so years because she's moving towards 80. If it's not true, it won't happen. So we'll know. Illumination of conscience is in, is in other private revelations, but this would need to be researched. I have researched it. I've read a book on it. The book I read was not convincing. And some of these private revelations are dubious, in my opinion. So I'm always very careful. And I, I, I want to take a moment here to say there's people who are private revelation chasers. They spend their time reading primarily private revelation, the latest and the greatest. I would encourage you not to be one of those persons. If you haven't read, here's a challenge I'm going to throw down. If you haven't read the entire Bible from Genesis to Apocalypse, if you haven't read the entire Bible from Table of Contents to Maps Do not be spending your time reading all the latest private revelations, which very much could be false, bad theology, and misguiding you. You should spend your time as an investment in reading the entire Holy Bible from Genesis to Apocalypse. You got to do that. All right. And I also, you've heard me say it, I have a plan to lead you through every book of the Bible, the Catholic Bible, all 73 books. With the church fathers, and you can sign up over at newstt.thomas.com and take my online two online courses Old Testament Catholic Studies, New Testament Catholic Studies. You can earn your certificate in Catholic Old Testament, you can earn your certificate in Catholic New Testament. Head over to newstt.thomas.com and learn more about that. Gary, Fatima is the message. I agree. Fatima is ground zero when it comes to these things. But again, I would say you can't fully understand the messages of Fatima if you haven't read the four canonical gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and you haven't read the book of Revelation, the apocalypse. If you haven't read the apocalypse, you're not going to understand what's going on in Fatima. It's drawing on those images, Lisa Z says, Taylor, message me. I can send you to Glenn, admin of the group. All right, I might pursue that. Thank you very much, Lisa, for that info. By the way, we're streaming live on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at this moment. If you're on Facebook, please like my Facebook page, Dr. Taylor Marshall on Facebook. Um, Share it. If you're on YouTube, like and share. If you're on Twitter, follow me on Twitter, Taylor R. Marshall, and share this video. I'd appreciate it. All of you, I'd be very grateful to all of you if you would please share this info. Uh, D.R. Mood says, this will be in the next four or five years. I agree, I agree. Sede Sapiencia, I trust Padre Pio more than the bishop saying it's false. Gotta kind of agree with you there, Sedez. Um... Padre Pio believe and left Conchetto one of, okay, that's a broken comment. Tammy, tell us what you're thinking there. Tell us, I want to hear from more people. What did Padre Pio say about Garabandal? Be interested in that. Anybody have any quotes from Padre Pio and Garabandal? Byzantine Roman, okay, so here's a contrary voice. Byzantine Roman, Garmanel still has glaring problems like unfulfilled prophecies. So I'm interested in hearing that too. I want to hear both sides. I want to hear the pro and the con when it comes to the Garabondel prophecies from 1961 to 1965. By the way, for Our Lady of Good Success, that's today. February 2nd, Candle Mass, Purification of the Blessed Virgin Mary, Presentation of Christ in the Temple. Today is 40 days after Christmas, and in Leviticus chapter 12, we learn that a mother and a father are to bring their baby to the Temple for the mother to be ritually purified after childbirth because of the blood. Of course, Mary had a painless um, and miraculous birth of Jesus Christ. We can talk about that another time, but also to present And redeem the firstborn. And Joseph and Mary did that 40 days after the birth of Christ at the temple. They were not wealthy enough to offer the lamb as a burnt offering or as a holocaust. So they offered two turtle doves, as is stipulated in Leviticus chapter 12. That's today's Catholic feast day. It's also called Candlemas because candles are lit in the procession for Candlemas. And it's a day in which we get our candles blessed. By the way, you should get your candles blessed especially when we talk about three days of darkness, another private revelation. I do talk about three days of darkness in its relationship to the book of revelation in my latest book, antichrist and apocalypse. So check that out. I also need to issue a correction because yesterday I posted a link to a beeswax candle that will burn for more than three days. I was thinking, aha, I will send my tribe this link because this is a candle. It's beeswax and it will burn for three days. Touchdown. Well, well, Many of you, including Joey and people in the audience, went to buy that candle and it was sold by a company that sells evil occult paraphernalia. So I have to apologize to everyone. I did not realize that that candle, which seemed like a win, beeswax and burns for three days, but it's sold by an evil company. So I deleted those links and I'm telling you, don't buy that candle that I recommended because it comes from a bad company. I didn't realize that. So my apologies... And thank you to everyone who told me about that. That being said, happy Candlemas Day. It is a Marian feast day. It is a Christological feast day. And it's where we get the New Dimittis, which we pray at Compline from St. Simeon. A lot of mystical, beautiful things happening with the presentation. Of course, it's also part of the rosary, the fourth joyful mystery. And I got to tell you, I don't want to scare you here. But the fourth joyful mystery is, the, is today's feast day, the presentation of the temple, which is called Candlemas. You need candles, blessed. What's the next mystery in the rosary? Mary and Joseph losing Jesus for three days. What do you need? If the three days of darkness is real, what do you need during the three days? Blessed candles. In the rosary... The fourth mystery is candlemas, presentation. Jesus is the light of the world. A light to the revelation of the Gentiles is what's the mystery in the fourth mystery, the joyful mystery. And then the next mystery is three days of Mary and Joseph's darkness when they didn't have Jesus, the light of the world. You see, this is why I tell you pray the rosary every day. When you pray the rosary every day, God reveals connections, mysteries, theology, I think there is a deep connection between the fourth mystery of the rosary, rosary, candlemas, light of the world, and then the fifth mystery of the rosary, rosary, Jesus being lost for three days and then found again in the temple, teaching a light to the nations. Does that make sense? I think it makes really good sense. All right, going back into your comments here. Getting my candles at church this Sunday, very good. Our family has blessed candles in the house, ready to be deployed. Do the candles need to be blessed today? No, they can be blessed any day. It's just in the entire year of the 365 days, a, a priest can bless candles on any day. But today's just like the day. Candle mess, today is the day. Get your candles blessed. Yes, your candles do need to be blessed. And ideally, they do need to be 100% beeswax. As in none of your beeswax? Well, it is your beeswax. You got to get that beeswax candle. I'm not playing games. I'm getting the beeswax candles. Tyler, is this live? It is live. I'm here right now. It's live. If you see a premiere, that's not live. If you don't see a premiere, usually it is live. So we are live right now. Paisley says, powerful connection, Dr. TM. Thank you. Thank you. You see, the rosary is catechesis. The rosary is Bible on beads. You need blessed candles for the three days of darkness. The fourth mystery is candlemas, presentation, light to the revelation of the Gentiles. The fifth mystery is the three days of absence of Jesus. It's all there. It's all there in the Bible. And of course, if you want to learn more about the plague of darkness, it's in the it's number five in the pattern of the book of Revelation. I go through all that in private revelation and public revelation in my book, Antichrist and Apocalypse. If you want to learn about the Antichrist, the end times, the book of Revelation, not from me, but from the church fathers, Thomas Aquinas, etc., Robert Bellerman. That's what I do in this book, Antichrist and Apocalypse. If you want a signed copy, go to patreon.com forward slash DR Taylor Marshall, and I'll send you one right to your mailbox. We'll send it to you. The worldwide warning will happen first. Taxman, would you host... Would you be amazing for you to host the Bible in a Year as part of your movement? I, I, we have a written Bible in a Year at NewStThomas.com. Everybody's got their candles. This is great. This is great. John Wick, do you believe in the three days of darkness? I'm not certain because it's private revelation. I do believe in the book of Revelation. That there is definitely a plague of darkness that will fall upon the earth. Whether it's three days or not, that's not described in the apocalypse. But we do have Christ lost in the temple for three days, he's in the tomb for three days. Um, We have the plague of darkness in Exodus. I mean, there's a lot of these connections here that's kind of a tapestry woven together in the Bible. So I think there is something to it. And I have blessed candles ready to go for three days i'm all prepped so i would say i'm a 80 percent believer in the three days of darkness i'm not playing any games with it and i don't think y'all should either get your candles freddie says i put more stock into what padre pio says over what the vatican says i'm with you there i believe the same Super chat here, uh, get your blessed three days of darkness candles from the Marians of the Immaculate Conception in Stockbridge, MA. I would just be careful about that because anytime you buy something, um, it loses its blessing. So you can't actually buy blessed candles. I don't know how they're going to do that. Maybe you give a donation and they mail them to you. I don't know. But just be careful that you're not involved in simony, which is a, a serious sin. I don't, I'm not accusing them of simony, by the way. I'm just saying you can't buy blessed things. It's impossible. Like if I buy a blessed vestment, as soon as I buy it, it becomes unblessed. Al Swan, I'm assuming anything the Vatican approves or disapproves post-1950. Oh, I'm not assuming anything the Vatican approves or disapproves post-1955 is correct. It's been crazy since the 1950s. I'll say that. I'll say that. Okay, people are clarifying you give a donation. Good. Good. In that case, I'm 100% on board with it. Very good. Should be 100% beeswax. I agree. Let's go 100%. It's not that hard to source. Nowadays, to get beeswax, 100% beeswax candles, is not hard. It's not hard to do. We can do it. Let's do it. I know two or three years ago, I did a podcast on three days of darkness and I was like, well, I don't know if it has to be 51% or 100% or if it has to be beeswax. Now I'm just like, why play games? Let's just get 100% beeswax candles. It's not hard to do. Just get them. Um, Shoot, I have a rosary blessed by Pius X, bought at a sale and a relic. Does that have to be released? I think you mean re-blessed. Yes. If you bought a rosary that was blessed, it's no longer blessed. Has to be blessed again. Here's a super chat from Jerry. Other topic, would you address... The case of Archbishop Lenga, he was superior, Bishop Schneider, and is now in house arrest in Poland for critique of Francis and Curia. My understanding on Bishop Lenga is that not just that he critiques Francis, but he specifically states that Francis is not the Pope. Maybe I'm wrong on that. Um, But I think that is, that's the controversy. And yes, he's, I think he's restricted in Poland, but it's my understanding that Archbishop Lenga believes Francis is not the canonical Pope. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, and I would just, um, right now, Joey, moderator, I know you're listening right now. Anyone who's posting links to buy candles, let's just go ahead and, and ban those because I don't, I just want to be responsible about that. So let's just not let any, I think those links will be banned anyway, but I just want to, because I made a mistake and I said, hey, get this awesome three-day, 100% beeswax candle. And then I told thousands of people to get it. And then it turns out that that company that makes it sells weird occult items. Um, Just because I was fooled and made that mistake, let's just make sure that we don't promote any more things like that. All right, Joey. Joey says, Roger that. I love technology when it works. Isn't that great? Fantastic. By the way, if you haven't, a lot of work goes into these shows to get everything working. If you haven't liked it yet, please hit the like button. There are 2,190 people in the live chat and only 741 thumbs-ups, likes. Show the love that not even half of you have hit the like button. Hit the like button. All right, here's a good one. Sylvia says, hey, hello, Dr. Marshall. I do believe that Garabandal is true because all what is going on in the world directs to what Conchita has Uh, been revealed. I mean, it certainly seems so. If it's the three popes, and then we're going to move into Francis going to Moscow, and then if he comes back from Moscow to the Vatican and war breaks out, I mean, I'm going to be a believer in Garabondel. You better believe it. You better believe it. All right, those likes are coming in. Very good. About half of you have liked the video. Half of you. Lisa says, You look great beardless, Taylor. I can't believe you just said that because I was going to start growing back the beard. Well, Lisa, Lisa's weighing in. No beard. What do you guys think? Beard, no beard. I've been rocking no beard for a long time now. Lisa says... But if you're not home when the three dar- days of darkness start, oh, I know. My kids ask me this all the time, Dad. What if three days of darkness start and we're on an airplane, or we you're on a vacation, or you're driving home and you're not home and you don't have your candles? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. A Catholic data, bring back the beard. Arla, no beard. Diamond, either way. Faith, I like the beard. Keep the beard. I can't keep it. I don't have it. All right, beard stuff doesn't matter. And during the three days of darkness, what are you going to be doing? You're going to be praying the rosary, so you've got to have some beads. got to have your candles. Maybe you're going to have a missal, some prayer book. Some clean water, you know, just be ready for it. I saw a good super chat and it just went away. There it is, it's back. Oh, it's Jerry. Jerry's back with another super chat. Also, again, Dr. Tony Marshall, today there is a green comet visible with naked eye. And again, At Holy Day of Resurrection, there will be a moon eclipse. That's fascinating. I do think those things are important, and they do relate to signs and wonders that are in the book of Revelation, the apocalypse. So I think there is... I'm not... uh, Astrology is a mortal sin. It's evil. But heavenly signs are important. Joey says, I'm giving my son some foil to cover his windows when he goes to college. It's maybe not a bad idea. Make sure your college kids or your kids moved out. Say, hey, I got you some blessed beeswax candles because I'm in your beeswax, in your business. Jesus told us to be ready. Good. Gloria, no beard. You look younger and better. No beard. (laughs) I love you, brother. Thank you, Gloria. The John Paul I explanation makes me doubt this immediately. The Pope is a Pope regardless of how long he held the office. That's fair enough. You know, I mean, here's the, here's the thing. She said three Popes, Paul VI. Well, she said three Popes. And then later someone said, well, what about 33-day John Paul I? She said that one didn't count. She's talking about Paul VI, John Paul II, Ben the 16th, according to her. But I hear you, Liam. I hear you. I mean, it sure would be a lot better. I mean, it'd be be way better if she said there will be four popes. The second one will rain for only a month and then there'll be two more. I mean, that'd be way more specific and great. Be more amazing. But yeah, I hear you. I hear you on that. Um, What will be the signs before the three days of darkness? There'll be natural catastrophes, allegedly. Storms, earthquakes right? Weather problems. So they'll definitely, it won't just be random. there will definitely be signs. And if there's weather problems and all these things going on, well, that's maybe God's way of saying, Hey, everybody get to your home, stay home. Don't travel. Don't go on an airplane. Don't go on a road trip, you know, come home from college. I don't know. So if there's all these signs and inclement weather, people are going to be in, in the house. Good question. Uh, Will it be nuclear war that causes the three days of darkness? I don't believe so. It's going to actually be some sort of miraculous three days of darkness. People still talking about the beard. See, Rosie says, I love the beard. But then Alba says, no beard. This just convinced me that if I want a beard, I'll grow a beard and half of you won't like it. And then if I shave it off, half of you will like it. There's no winning here. Yes, this is another thing. The the sign of the pines at Garabondal. I've read about this. What is it? What is the it's gonna be a sign that remains in the pines? Sounds kind of strange. I don't know. Here we go. Jesus had a beard. Drop the mic. End of story. There it is. Maria says, Can you go outside? The yard in the three days of darkness no you stay inside your house that's what's what you stay inside the house um diane i meant to say does mrs marshall want the beard to stay mrs marshall likes it either way she likes beard and no beard she loves me for who i am on the inside that's what matters Here's a good one, Nat. Both. Good. Thanks. All right. What about the enlightenment beforehand? Yeah, there's there's this idea that there'll be an enlightenment of conscience. You know, it'll just suddenly happen where, boom, the Holy Spirit reveals your conscience to you. You see all of your sins, all the people you've hurt, maybe sins that you committed that you forgot about or you didn't even know were sins. All this stuff will be manifested to you. And most people hopefully will convert and repent, some people will just say, "I hate God even more, I'm not going to repent, but yeah, this is the illumination or the enlightenment of consciences, whether it's legit or not, I don't know. there's not really anything in the book of Revelation about it. There is a plague of darkness, fifth plague of darkness, but not necessarily this illumination event. Glenn says. The sign at the pines is called the miracle. Glenn, is this the Glenn uh, that's the, in charge of the, the um, what's it called? Uh, Garabandal group? Is this the Glenn right here that everybody's been talking about in the chat? If it is you, Glenn, I'll bring you on. Uh, if there's a, a way for me to contact you, I can bring you on live right now, as a matter of fact. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Or maybe we can set up another time. But I could bring you into the show right now if you're interested. So, um, all right, that's Glenn. Glenn Hudson. I'm going to take a screenshot of this so that I can remember. No, it's not going to work. Joey, will you just remind me Glenn Hudson? Thank you. All right, heading back into the... Okay, good. Ginny says, yep, that's the Glenn Hudson. Good. All right, Glenn. Welcome to the Dr. Taylor Marshall podcast. Let's talk. If you're willing, let's talk. Let me see if Glenn responded. Daniel says, talk to Glenn. I will. I can send Glenn a link and bring him into the show right now. Oh, here he is by audio. Um. Yeah, I mean, I could. Yeah, I could bring you in by audio. Yeah. Or I could bring you in by video. Which one do you prefer, Glenn? Autumn says, Glenn, hook up Taylor Marshall. Yeah, let's make it happen. He's here. (laughs) Smith says, only women don't like the beard. I know, it's true. I wasn't going to say that. All the guys are like, beard's awesome. Looking good, bro. Love the beard. Very Eastern. Very patristic. Love it. And then some of the women are like, great. Love it. Glenn, audio today. Hmm. Somehow I have to get you the link, Glenn. I don't know if I can do it on the fly and I don't want to make people wait. So I will reach out to you somehow through Facebook, Glenn, and we will schedule something. That sound good? Maybe a follow-up to this show? Let's do that. All right, all right. I'm going to wrap it up here, guys. Everybody liked the show. Oh, I'm glad. Wow, that's great. There's two thousand four hundred of you, and one thousand seven hundred have given the likes up. Now that's some good numbers, good ratio right there. I like it. So uh, Glenn is a close friend of Conchita, so we're going to definitely talk to Glenn here soon because I want I'm going to just ask all the questions. Uh, and all the concerns I have, and maybe we can get this figured out. So that'll be a great show. So make sure you hit the subscribe button. You need to subscribe so that when this video comes out, you get notified. So this is a great opportunity. Hit the subscribe button and then hit the little bell, and that'll give you the notification when we go live. And you can look for a show coming up in which I talk to Glenn, and we get all this stuff figured out. Pray your rosary every day. You will learn many things as you, mis- as you meditate on the mysteries of the Holy Rosary. And until next time, remember, our Lord Jesus Christ is you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless. Godspeed. Until next time, we'll do some more and figure out this Garabandal stuff.